Welcome to God's Favourite Shepherds, a collection of 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters, with many of the stories ending with a short quiz. Listen now to the author of God's Favourite Shepherds, Bill Ackland. Today's story is about two brothers and their sister who turned white, and is entitled, The Day My Sky Fell In illustrating that leaders make mistakes. And this story may be found in Numbers 26, Exodus 2, and Numbers 12. My name is Miriam. Today was the most dreadful day of my life. I have been banished from the camp of Israel for seven days. I am sitting on the ground in a small tent that which pitched for me until the time when my expulsion from the camp comes to an end. It seems almost like yesterday when my brother Aaron and I were shown our new little baby brother Moses. We were almost as proud of this lovely little boy as were our parents, Amram and Jochebed. The only sad thing about Moses' arrival was that he was born into a family of slaves. In fact, into a whole nation of slaves. This was because after Joseph died and a new pharaoh came to the throne of Egypt, all the descendants of Jacob were made slaves to do all the hard work that the Egyptians did not want to do. What was frightening for all the parents of the children of Israel was that Pharaoh had decreed that all the boy babies were to be killed. Mother and father discussed what they would do, for they would never give up their beautiful little baby Moses. At first, Mother was able to keep Moses quiet and content in her humble little house. But as he grew, this was much more difficult. Suddenly, an idea came to her, which she thought was at the same time both brilliant and futile. Father thought about it, that it was the only hope of hiding Moses from Pharaoh's soldiers. So he encouraged Mother to go ahead with her plan. She would make a little basket boat. As with most women, she was very adept at weaving in all sorts of materials. So it wasn't long before the little basket, complete with a lid, with holes to let the air in, was sitting on the table before us. Mother's idea was that she would weave the basket. Then she would ensure that it was watertight by daubing it with asphalt and pitch, making it comfortable inside and put it safely among some reeds on the Nile with Moses inside, close enough to shore so that it wouldn't drift down the river. Mother asked me if I would be willing to watch my little brother's boat from a distance away to make sure nothing happened to it. Well, nothing bad happened to the basket boat with my brother baby Moses inside. Just something very surprising and something that solved all our problems. One day, the princess from the palace came to bathe in that part of the river and saw the unusual sight of someone's basket floating among the reeds. One of her maids quickly fetched it for the princess. She was as surprised as I was when she took the lid off and saw a baby smiling up at her. The shock of not seeing his mother made him cry, though. Then I can only guess... He must have smiled, for he melted the princess's heart, and when I said that I could find someone to care for the baby, 
The princess agreed. Of course, I ran to tell our mother what had happened and to come quickly, for the princess wanted to see her. The princess then asked my mother to look after him, for now this little baby belonged to her. Had it not been abandoned? The years passed quickly, and when Moses was 12 years old, he went to live with his new mother in the palace. We didn't see him much after that, but we knew that he would be safe in God's hands, for our parents had committed him into his care and prayed for him every day. Many years later, when Moses was 40 years old, he suddenly disappeared from Egypt. We heard a rumour that he had killed an Egyptian and that he had fled for his life to the country of Midian. We do not know all the details, but my brother Aaron and I always wondered in the years that followed what our younger brother was doing. Had he married and made a home for himself in that far-off land? Forty years later, when Moses was 80, Aaron 83 and I was closer to 90 years of age, the whole history of our people changed. God had chosen Moses to lead his people out of Egyptian slavery and to go to far distant Canaan, which he had promised to his people right back in the time of Abraham. It took ten terrible plagues for Pharaoh to let our people go, but it finally happened because the plagues devastated Egypt. In the tenth plague, all their firstborn children died and all the firstborn of their livestock. It wasn't all light and sweetness as we continued on our journey to the Promised Land. Although God had done many miracles for his people, many of the people had complained about things that didn't please them, especially when they thought that it was worse out in the wilderness than back in Egypt, even though they had been living under such harsh slave conditions. It was earlier today, the worst day of my life, that Aaron and I became discontented. An evil spirit motivated us to think that we had as much right to speak for God as Moses had and were just as important before the people as was God's chosen leader. I cannot dismiss my words from my mind. This greatly aroused God's anger against us. Has the Lord spoken only through you, Moses? Has he not also spoken through us? I said. Our sin of arrogance and pride was heard and seen by God. For we heard him speak from the cloud that hovered above the tabernacle. When my punishment was meted out, I saw that my whole body was ravaged by leprosy. Aaron pleaded with Moses to pray to the Lord to forgive me, to heal me from a fate worse than death. Moses, bless him, prayed earnestly to God, who heard and graciously answered his prayer for his errant sister. As an unclean person, I still had to remain outside the camp here at Hazaroth for seven days before the whole camp could move on to our next stopping place. I now have seven days to think of my waywardness, to ponder on the fact that it is a dangerous thing to think of oneself more highly than we ought. I should give to the people of God's choosing the respect and deference that is due to them, even if that person is my younger brother, whom I had seen as a new little baby and whom I had minded in his little basket boat back there in Egypt on the River Nile. 
been listening to God's Favoured Shepherds, a book with 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters. If you have any comments or questions, or to obtain a copy of this book, give us a call within Australia on 02-4973-3456 or send an email to radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. We'd love to hear from you.